Number 10 and number 24, switch. Number 18 and number 6, switch. Number 22 to the middle. Welcome to center stage. guys welcome to the center stage my name is luke i'm here with ashlyn and carolina ladies this was hello a hello hello crazy weekend crazy week you know i mean ash competed and went into you know the middle of nowhere desert and carolina's been i don't know what are you doing right now chewing on rawhide or something i mean i know you oh you, my god you look, you, look I, you look hungry like i'm scared that if i went near you you might chew on my finger <laughs> I'm definitely starting I'm definitely starting to get on that hungry stage like my coach and I just changed my diet uh officially like Saturday but I already had breakfast so my official first new diet day was yesterday and he was just like you're gonna be a little hungrier and I was like okay fine you know like just bring it on I'm definitely hungrier like I've been drinking a lot more tea than I expected to I'm like okay it's time today I got a little food bump for my next meal so that's okay that's good I saw him earlier uh, earlier this morning but yeah we get we get on the hungry phase very yeah I could tell like you (laughs) you've been doing and you know your posts by the way are fantastic like I love the way you break down the products and you do Thank you. For your fans, which is fantastic. And, you know, I'm sure you do the same thing for your clients and stuff. And what's awesome about, I laughed because I was watching your uh, breakdown of Aminator today and I was just like, she hungry. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, I need to find a time to record this where my brain is still fully functioning, but I'm not in between meals where the carbs are too low. So that, so I do it like right after breakfast where I'm fresh, I'm rested. I know what I'm going to talk about. And I'm just like, I look like I'm starving. I saw the video. I was like, I look hungry. But <laughs> I mean, we are 10 days out. So such yeah. is life. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. And people 10 get- freaking yeah. days. Woo! I know. I am fly. so freaking excited. Oh. It's flying already. It's so crazy. I literally, I fly at this. No, well, today's Tuesday. Uh, I fly out one week from tomorrow. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm so excited for you. Woohoo. I'm excited. So Ash, what's up? Like, I mean, how's how's things? How was this weekend? Break us <laughs> down, girl. Come on. Things are awesome. Um, I am taking a little tiny break this week. And this week? Just um, a week? Huh? Just a week? Just the week. <laughs> yep. Well, there's a lot going on this season, dude. Just no I time know. for long breaks. I know. I know. I know. So but what is those a, of you a break for you? Like, are you taking a week off of like training, like everything? Or are you no, no, no. I can never do that. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Are you just going to eat donuts all week? Like, what's a break? <laughs> um, I mean, no, I wish I could eat donuts all week. But no, it's. It's more of just like, I get to eat a little bit more free, um, not be so stressed about, you know, like if I want to have whatever kind of Stevie I want to have, like, you know, just little things that it's just like, not as strict. She just said Stevie as if it was like a Twix. I know because I'm saying what my brain looks like right now, (laughs) because I'm saying like, 
that's like the type of stuff that I'm so focused on. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh my God, I have to choose the right stevia. Like that's, that's really how intense I get. Um, and now I'm kind of away from that right now. So I can, you know, if I want to have a bowl of cereal, I can have a bowl of cereal, like just some things that I can incorporate some different carb sources that I want some fun stuff. I'm going to go out to eat, um, with my girlfriend, Sammy on Thursday and go have a burger and, um, just enjoy a little bit more foods and not be so worried about, you know, um, just every little detail this week. It's basically just kind of like a mental break and just enjoy a couple things. And, um, the cardio is a little bit lower and all that good stuff. So just a little break this week. Do what? What did you eat post-show? Tell us, come on. I'm hungry. I actually had Alfredo pizza. Yum. I've never had that before. I haven't had alfredo pizza and i don't know years and i definitely haven't had pizza i haven't had pizza since january so that was delicious um and then what else did i oh i had a couple cookies and i had a donut nice i saw that donut wall and i was just like holy the donut wall it took me probably 10 minutes to decide what donut i wanted it was really bad too many options people were literally helping me trying to decide what donut i wanted because i only wanted one i didn't want more than one because they were like you know you can take more than one you're like yeah i'm like i can't take more than one no i can't and then it was really funny actually because i was waiting um, to get feedback. So I was waiting, I ate the donut and I was sitting there waiting and my metabolism was going like rapid fire. I was sweating my butt off, just sitting there, just like, <laughs> oh, I just yeah. ate the it's donut and out of nowhere, sugar. just drenched. I was like, oh my God, I'm sweating so bad. And then, um, I was just getting hot and I was like, I feel like I'm going to faint. Like this is, it was how crazy my metabolism was going because I haven't had sugar in so long. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. I feel like I'm just going to fall over and die because my metabolism is so fast right now. (laughs) Have you, have you ever, and this is something, I mean, of course, this is a feeling very, very far away from it because it's been so long, but have you ever, and this is how sometimes I know I am like depleted to the perfect point. Like as I start to pump up when you have your like pre, you know, backstage, pre-stage pump up thing, whatever, if it's candy, if it's dextrose, if it's jam, if it's rice cake, have you, do you ever get lightheaded when you do, when you eat? Like sometimes I feel like I, I, I've, I've had my pump up, whatever. And then I start like pumping up and all of a sudden I'm just like, all of the blood just came out of my brain and into my muscles. And I was just like, I am a little lightheaded now. Oh my gosh. No, that's actually never happened to me before because normally I'm sensitive to sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Normally I'm like really fed. So it's really like, it's never really been an issue, but I just haven't had sugar. I mean, I've been fed, uh, like I was eating and stuff like the day before the show going into the show, since my body was responding so great, I ate I mean, literally before I went to bed, I had 150 grams of rice and 45 grams of oats. And it was just amazing. Like I, and I wasn't even full, like I ate it all. And I was like, wow, I could eat way more. It was really good. Um, Yeah, it was perfect. So pizza, I heard you salivate. I heard it. Yes. The Alfredo (laughs) pizza was unreal. It was so good. And then what else did I, oh, just a couple of just regular chocolate chip cookies. And then um, the donut. So, and the donut I had was just like a regular, it was vanilla sprinkled. It was really good. Awesome. Yeah. But, um, so, but yeah. Tell us about the show, man. Like, I mean, how did it go? What did you, how did you feel? Like, you know, give, just give us the basic rundown of the show itself. So the show was ran incredible. It was actually really fast. Um, the only time that it was 
that it was long was in between the pre-judging and finals um just waiting to go back on but I feel like it's always long because you're just like anticipating that um but other than that everything was so smooth ran great um Robin promoted the show and she's just an absolute sweetheart so I had a blast at the show um there was a lot of people it was a good turnout uh there was 36 was it how many pros was it I think 36 I think maybe I'm wrong maybe that was clash maybe I'm getting them mixed up um but there was a lot, there was a lot of pros. I can't remember exactly how many now. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I lost by one point, which is never fun to hear, but it's also, I, I look at the good and the bad, you know, placing top two consistently as a pro is extremely hard. And I know that. So obviously like, I'm like, dang, I'm so close. Like I'm so close. But then I look at the other side and I'm like, dang, like, I can't believe I'm placing second again, you know, like in a good way. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to do that. And I've worked really hard to get here to place top two consistently. So Mm -hmm. there's not anything in my being that's upset at all. Like I'm extremely blessed and happy and honored, um, to be in the top two, um, for sure. Especially losing against somebody like Ashley Kaltwasser. It's, it's always, you know, I knew it was going to be a battle whenever I, I knew that she was coming in. So, um, I, I, I brought the best that I could. I definitely looked better than the clash. Um, I did what they asked me to do. They asked me to bring in tighter and fuller glutes, which is what I did. They asked me to fix my front pose, which is what I did. Um, you know, it's, I have a habit of, of flaring my lat and I have a habit of, um, kind of turning my elbow a little bit to where it's kind of bent instead of just a natural relaxed straight arm in my front pose. So that's something I'm really working on. And, um, they did give me feedback that, um, I did fix it, but there were little times here and there that I did, you know, revert back to my old like front pose. So yeah. And that's, and that's normal. I mean, I, they just asked me to fix it last time and it it was my first time, you know, actually trying to implement that. So, um, it doesn't surprise me that it, it happened a a couple of times when I was up there, but other than that, I was extremely happy with how, um, how we filled out. They said that my conditioning was great. Um, you know, they said that if I was going to do Pittsburgh, which I was on the fence of doing Pittsburgh, um, and I'm actually not going to do it. I'm, I'm not doing I Pittsburgh. I was so. so excited to meet you in person. <laughs> I know. It's okay. I'm going to see you in Florida anyways. Yeah. I'm going to be in Florida like the week after. So yeah. You guys so... are stuck with me for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll definitely see you in Florida, but I'm not going to be doing Pittsburgh. So, um, you know, I just, I needed a break. My body, I, I need to be able to eat. And, you know, yeah. I've been... I've been pushing my body and pushing my body to a point to where, you know, they said, which is crazy, but they said, you know, my delts could be a little bit fuller, which I haven't gotten that feedback in ever. So just them hearing them say that, um, kind of gave me the impression like, okay, I think I need to kind of take a week and get some calories and feel better and get re-energized a little fuller get a little bit fuller, um, eat some fats, do, you know, eat some stuff that I I haven't been able to do and then kind of reel it back in. So, um, that's kind of what I'm doing this week. Just, you know, relaxing a little bit on the food intake and not being so, so, so strict. Um, I pretty much just eat rice and oats my entire prep like that. And it's it's such a cool, it's, it's such a cool, like, um, 
you know, asset to have. And, and this, this kind of like credit goes out to you. And of course, James, your coach has been kind of like prepping your mindset in such a good way. And you have such a great mindset when it comes to like, it's hard to reel it in. It's hard to know when to pull back. Like, for example, you could just as easily go like, Meh, all right, I'll, I'm, I'm getting second two shows in a row. This is like, I am right there. I'm so close. Let me just keep going. Most people, I mean, I in the past have done that. Like, it's so hard to be like, okay, based on the things that my body is doing that I don't want it to, it's time to hold it back. Even though like, you know what I mean? Like it's just as an, as an athlete and as a coach making that executive decision or making that call where you're like, okay, it's time to pull back. Like I give props and so much credit to you for being able to do that. It's very, very, it's a very hard decision to be able to kind of like objectively look at everything in front of you and call that, you know, call that shot. No, she doesn't. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's definitely like, I definitely am the type of athlete that just wants to keep going and keep going and show up. But I also am, I also have to be smart and I have to listen to my body. And, and the, and the longer I do this sport, the more strategic I try to be yeah, um, just because we, it's not, it's not worth it, you know, to just do these shows and not be 100% knowing I'm coming in hundred percent. And I knew that if I, if I, you know, kept going this week without having that like week break to kind of just like, you know, reset. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I would have been a hundred percent, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that. And I don't want to risk that because it's not worth it to me, especially because I know that I'm so close. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. So I definitely am looking at the bigger picture and I'm looking at, you know, I, I'm thinking about the win. I'm thinking about the Olympia qualification. Like, that's why I do this. That's, that's what I'm here for. I'm not, I don't, yes, I compete because I love to compete, but I'm not competing just to get up there and, and mess around. Like I'm, I'm competing because I I'm trying to get my Olympia qualification. Like that's why I'm showing up. Yes. So oh, yeah. it, we don't do this for funsies. Yeah. And so you know, the, I mean, so what's the end play Ash? Are you, and I know I've asked you this before, but I think you kind of always give me a different answer. At least last year you did, but if let's say next show you go in, you get that qual, you're done. Are you done for the season and going to just continue to prep for the Olympia? Or is Ash still going to put the pedal down and possibly hit a couple more shows? Oh, no. Once I get my Olympia qualification, I'm chilling. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not competing anymore. My body needs a break. I competed yeah. Yeah. literally 20 times within the past year. I mean, year and a half. Right. So yeah, let's, let's leave all the competing up to me this time around. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got go some ground it, to make up. I got some ground to make up for. <laughs> right. I love it. Yeah. No. So I'm, that's always been the thing is that I want to, to be honest, if I could literally show up and win a show, I would do one show a year and go to the Olympia. Like I would totally do that. Right. Um, you know, that's, I, I don't want to compete over and over and over and over. Like it's, I, I want to work. And I want to support my clients. That's what I want to do. And I want to go to the Olympia. So the only reason I'm competing so much is because I haven't won a show. And I'm, I'm trying. I mean, right now I'm leading in points again. So I have 19 points. Okay. Um, so I'm number one in points again, uh, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not trying to just like compete over and over and over and be the number mm. one in points. Like I want to freaking win. Hell yeah. I think that's that it makes sense. And it's what everybody kind of at this point expects from you. I mean, we're ready for you to get on stage and take home that big, that big W. So what's with bikini, what's the, what are the invites for the Olympia? Is it like first and second get to go back or is it only the winner? 
It's only the winner and then and then the top is it top twenty-five? Top 15? Wait, what was the question? You know how like how, in, like like in men's open, I think it's the top five qualified for the Olympia or maybe no, you have to you have to win in bikini. You have to win yeah, the only person that the gets first. to go is, is the winner. That they're the qualified winner. For yeah. Life. Gotcha. That's what I was so, Yeah. So once you win the Olympia, you're qualified for life. And then the other ones you have to re you everybody has to requalify. Gotcha. Okay. No, yeah. I but didn't they so because I remember at when I turned pro, you it used to be top used, five. It's not top anymore. five. And then they and then they changed that when they changed the point system and then they redid the point system but kept only just if you're a w- olympia winner you can always just go back now yeah. you have to requalify it after that so there there are a lot of girls that are already qualified from winning la- shows at the end of last year right. um right so it should be yeah yeah you have to and- win a show in order to get qualified again right cool all right so this is a good segue into the next part of the show which we're going to talk a little bit about like devastating losses man like tell us about some situations that you've been in where either it was a close battle and you came out and you were just beat up over the loss or I want I want to hear some stories about not only yourself but your clients because as coaches I think it's an awesome thing for you to be able to tell our audience you know how you've kind of you know worked through some of these really difficult situations with your clients where they've been just devastated, man. Like they've just, I mean, put all their work in, went to this, went to the specific show, you know, had all the plans and, and thoughts and processes to win. And maybe they even stood up there and they were one and two. And then that call comes over the loudspeaker and they're second place and somebody else takes the win. And even though second place is great, they just lose it. So give us, give us some insight into devastating losses and how you kind of handle those both personally and with your clients. Um, so, you know, it's, it's hard. Oh, I say it's hard. It's, it's hard for most people to grasp not winning. And in this sport, you have to understand that you can't compete to win. You can't like, that's not why you compete. Um, because there's so, especially bikini, um, there's so many different opinions and factors and things that go into it. And somebody can show, and this just proves it. You can literally place at a show one week and then go in front of a different panel the next week and not place the same and place worse. And you can look better. So it doesn't matter the placing and it doesn't make or break the way that you look or that, you know, your package or anything like that. Like, and I've definitely had a client um, and I won't say like who, she, what her name or anything, but I did have a client that um, she has only competed twice with me, and I knew she had potential, you know. And this is this is where trust comes in with your coach. Um, I knew she had potential, and I told her, I said, "Look, I really want you to get in front of Tyler and Sandy at at nationals, and I want you to just trust me because she was coming in um, third. I think she, it was uh, third and fourth were her placings. Um, and this was during the COVID time. So she was able to, top five was able to go to nationals. So she did a show. Um, she got fourth place. They, her, her feedback was that she needed uh, bigger glutes. So we reversed. She did everything I told her to do. She reversed. 
we built her glutes, we got her calories up and then we cut and did another show. And then she placed better, but she was still, she still was third. And she was like, so upset, like literally so upset. And she was in front of the same type of panel uh, because she did local shows like where she was at. And I just kept telling her, I said, look, I said, I know you're upset. And I know you feel like that you're not worthy of going to nationals because you're not placing how you should. I go, but I'm telling you right now, it's the panel. It's not you. It's the panel. You need to get in front of a different panel. And I go, I really just want to get you in front of nationals uh, or in front of Sandy and Tyler at nationals. I go, because their feedback is the most important feedback. And that's the feedback that we need to get. And I said, and I, and I know this is tough for you. And I know that you are not confident going into nationals because you just got third and fourth and you feel like you don't deserve it. And you feel like you have a lot of work to do and you're just down. Like, why didn't I win then? If I was bet, if I was the best one up there, why didn't I win? Right. I get that. But this is somebody else's opinion that you're like, just because they chose somebody else and you don't know why they chose somebody else. You don't know the connection mm-hmm. with those people. You don't know anything. The only thing that you know is that they didn't place you how like, I know bikini and I'm telling you right now, you were placed unfair in my, in my opinion, in this panel. So I just want to get feedback from Sandy and Tyler and we will go from there. And she trusted me. We went to nationals and she got her pro card. So wow. I, I, I love this story a lot because you just, and, and you know what Sandy said, Sandy's feedback was, oh my God, she is absolutely perfect. She could go on the pro stage right now. Wow. That's awesome. So, you know what, like these local judges, they most of the time and not all of the time, but a lot of times local judges are going to pick local people that they know they're going to pick people that show up at the local shows. Like that's, that's common in this industry. Um, you know, it's, it's, and that's why for a lot of times it's like, well, you need to get in front of judges that are going to be judging you at nationals. Because right. those judges are the ones that are going to be giving you the pro card. Right. I get that yeah. if you just want to get your feet wet and do a show and go to a local show. But if that's the case and you don't place the way that you feel like you should have placed, you can't let that get to you. You have to get in front of other panels and other judges and the important judges that are going to be the ones that are going to be handing you the pro card because that is the feedback that you need to get. Yep. So, so I mean, I always, I always tell my clients, I really want to get you in front of national judges because those judges are going to be the ones that are judging you to get your pro card. And that's, that's the feedback we need. Um, but when you just go to these random, you know, little shows that you know, no one really knows the judges and, you know, they just pick whoever they feel like picking, you can get screwed. Like you can, it happens all the time. I see it all the time. People that don't deserve to be winning are winning at these little small local shows. Right. Um, so you just have to be careful. And I, I just, I, I've seen it time and time and time again. Um, even with myself, like, uh, I've, I've been to, you know, a muscle contest show a few times and I've never placed well there ever. Right. And I, I can come off winning top five and then go to a, a muscle contest show and not do well. I'll get like fourth call out. Oh. Yeah. Making that switch from East coast to West coast. This is definitely interesting. And it's definitely, because what, what I was going to say also is, you know, different regions have, you know, athletes that look different way. Like if you go to the Midwest, it's funny because like both MPC and FB, you go to the Midwest, they're like a specific look. If you go to the East Coast, there's a specific look. If you go to the West yeah. Coast, there's a specific look. So yeah. you're kind of like stepping out of your comfort zone and it's hard to be 
step out of your comfort zone and be in front of a judging panel that will accept all, you know what I mean? Because they're so accustomed to their, their standard is different. Their requirements yeah. or their like checkpoints are different. Right. So, um, I mean, I've competed in muscle contests too, and that was the worst placing I've ever gotten. Uh, could have looked better that they probably a little bit, but also I was standing next to girls that were like dry to the bone and very vascular, very muscular, very different than what I was looking like that season. So like you said, it's, it, it really varies from like region to region. Yeah. So in, in every, every judging panel, maybe they like certain looks like you just never know. And so it's like to take one feedback or one show um, and one particular judging panel and then putting that on you and acting like you're not good enough or yeah. you, you know, it's like, that's just, that's silly to me. And I didn't know that until I started getting more and more and more involved in the sport. Yeah. And then I started seeing how different my placing can go from one judging panel to the next. So, and it's preference. Like it, it really is preference. People are judging. Yes, there is criteria criteria of course there's criteria and you should be judging off of the criteria but a lot of times people see different things right. like you know what I mean like people yeah. see like oh to, to me this girl's really hard and then the next judge on the other side is like they're not hard like they look great you know it's like you yeah you never know it's just preference like that's what this sport is and that's why it's so hard to be in bikini bikini is one of the hardest sports because a lot of it is preference yeah it's very yeah. subjective. You're right. Have either one of you ever competed outside of the U.S.? No. No. Nope. Okay. I'm dying to. No. Well, I the reason why I asked that is exactly what you guys were talking about about the uh, oh, yeah. regionally because I've, I've had a lot of people talk about how, like in Europe and stuff, the judging criteria is so much. It's, it's a very different look too. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, Caroline, well, come on. Let's, let's hear your story. Well, for. For me, just because, you know, from what Ash and I were talking about this before, like I have less of a like competitive coaching experience than she does. So she has a bigger pool of clients uh, when it comes to bikini. But uh, when I work with bikini competitors and they're fairly like, usually my, my bikini girls are like very new to the sport. And the thing that I like kind of prep them to leading up to the stage or leading up to their shows, because of course, everyone wants to like I'm competing to win. I'm I'm competing for first place. I'm competing for this. And I was just like, well, I think that having that drive and having that motivation and having that eyes on the prize attitude is required in order to kind of really make it into the sport and, and succeed and feel successful. But you also have to understand that, like Ash said, like your physique is going to only evolve. So the way that you place on your first show on your second show on your third show, it's not a reflection of who you are as an athlete, right? The, the, the discipline, the work ethic, everything is kind of more of a depiction of what you look like on show day, as opposed to what your placing is. Cause like Ash can said, like anyone can show up that day. It's not really up to you who who's showing up. It's up to you to put in the work It's up to you to do your best It's up to you to evolve and progress your physique so that when you have that mind frame, everything else kind of falls, it's, it's background noise, it's white noise, and it doesn't matter. Yes, you you know, if you're a competitive person or if you're going to win it, it's upsetting to not place well. But I think having this bigger, you know, bigger understanding as a, what it means to really truly evolve from one show to the next, it's 
it's much more important than that. You know what I mean? And of course, getting in front of different judging panels and different regions and starting, you know, with kind of like building your comfort zone and building your confidence level, right? Um, and that's usually what what I try to come across when I'm working with newer, with, with girls that are new to just the competing competitive world of bodybuilding all together, right? Um, for myself, I mean, like I've, <laughs> I've taken losses pretty freaking harsh. Like I, 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 I am a sore loser more, more so with myself, like those three to four hours post-show, like I need a little time to like simmer. Um, <laughs> to simmer. I love that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, but I've always been like that. I've right. always been like, but mainly harsh on myself, right. trying to figure out, okay, what could I have done better? more so than like upset with the outcome. You know what I mean? So it's more of like a reflection as to like how harsh I am with myself as an athlete, as opposed to like, oh, the placing sucked. Um, but yeah, it's just, like I said, it's just the understanding that it is a subjective sport and, and you have to be able to remember that constantly in order to like not go, oh, I didn't do well, I'm gonna yeah. quit it, screw that. You know what I mean? Um, about that one time before where it's not a it's it's not a, a race so it doesn't matter who crosses the finish line first it's because it is subjective it is opinion based at the end of the day so even though like you guys said there is a criteria that criteria is based on that that individual judge's opinion of what that criteria ex is. exactly yes. exactly um, yeah, and I think that like the more you compete, the more you're able to mature. At, like the emotional part of being an athlete in the sport can mature, and you 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 know you become more understanding, or you better understand what it means to really progress. Right? Do you focus on the placing? Yes, but do you focus mainly on the points that you were aiming to improve from one show to the next within your physique, within your presentation, within your tanning, within your hair and makeup, and things like that? And the second you start to focus more on that aspect, um, the rest starts to come together. And then it's just understanding that like your time, if, if you're doing things right, your time will come. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Which okay. is easier said than done, of course. Again, yeah, yeah. you know, you guys I, I'm, Sorry, I'm that person that I'll like run into the wall and be like, I'm competing at what, no matter what. But I've been like that my whole life. I've played sports, team sports, individual sports. I'm like that. I've just, that's who I am as a person with everything I do. Right. So I'll have a little bit of that. And then a little bit of, you know, more maturity. And <laughs> once I can get over myself, I'll go, I'll, I'll have my, my rationalization of it all. I feel you on that deep. Do you, do you ladies feel like the more you compete and the more you kind of deal with these things and see how the situations pan out, not only for yourself, but your clients, the thicker your skin gets? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. I remember the first couple times that a show didn't go the way that I had hoped or that I had thought it was going to. And it, it, it hurts. Like, you put a lot into this, especially if you like are very competitive, like I am. Mm -hmm. um, it it's almost like you just get like your whole entire soul just gets crushed, and it's just it's hard to accept. Um, it's extremely hard to accept at first, but then you start looking at the bigger picture, and you're like, man, like if you just constantly win, what are you learning? Right. Like how yeah, are you going to grow true. from this? How are you going to learn if you just win every freaking time? what's the, like, 
and I don't want to say what's the fun in that winning's fun, but I mean, like, what is, what's the challenge? What's the challenge? What's the growth? Like what, where does, where does the, you know, the learning, the the learning. Yeah. Where does it come from? Yeah. How, how am I going to be, how am I going to be the, um, not only just the athlete, but the, the coach that I am, if I didn't go through all of these things, you know? So it's like, that's what makes me a better competitor. That's what makes me a better coach. And it just opens my eyes to so many things that I'm thankful for that. I'm so glad that like, I went through these things and the challenges that I've gone through have made me so much stronger. So it's like now I feel like I can face anything. And if I wouldn't have gone through that, I don't know if I would have, I don't know where I would be right now. I don't know how my mindset would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think for me, it's just, you also, you know, like you, it's, it's about, yes, growing a thicker skin, but like also becoming a better and better athlete, right? Like developing your sense of sportsmanship. I think no matter what sport, what background, what, what athletic field you're in, having sportsmanship above all is kind of like the biggest quality I think any athlete can have. And I think that, you know, I'll use myself as an example. I've been in place in positions where I wasn't so proud of my behavior. And I, I lived through that. And I know now like exactly what I'd never, ever want to do again. Um, Like I remember uh, Pittsburgh pro 2018. I, I think I placed like sixth or seventh, but I was, I thought that some of the placings weren't fair and I was very unhappy with not just, it it was mainly a reflection of how I felt about my physique. I didn't feel prepared that day. So I wasn't already in a good mindset or in a mind space, but then it was, I realized that as I stepped off stage and as I came out of, you know, the backstage area, people could tell how upset I was and people could tell how frustrated I was. And you know what? I, I, went to my corner and I taught my sponsors were there and my husband was there and I spoke with them for three for a couple of seconds and I turned around and the girl that placed better than I did and she was she's local from here and I went up to her and I was just like you know what I got over myself I want to congratulate you you look freaking amazing up there Aww. you know what yeah. I mean and, but, but that was but that's that's the adult mature thing to Absolutely. do and I realized right then and there and I was like I look like a jackass and I look ridiculous. <laughs> and if, if I was my client, I'd be telling myself off right now. You know what I mean? So it's about understanding that you, you are going to experience this, experience these things and it's okay to be upset, but you have to be respectful of the people that are competing alongside you above and beyond. The funny thing is though, is I remember that show and there was a lot of controversy at that show. That was the yes. show that I- <laughs> Steve Laureus beat the diamond guy in, uh, in, um, in classic and everybody was going crazy because they said his midsection wasn't good and the other guy should have won, but Steve had a more classic look. It was like every, it was like every uh, class, there was some kind of controversy between the like winners and the top two. That was a really interesting show. I was actually at that show. So it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. And to think back on it and to hear you say that, I can't help but laugh a little bit because I was like, you know, that was definitely a, uh, that was definitely a show where there were some things that got some toss-ups that happened, but. Well, what you know, regardless of what our opinion is, you know, the judges are going to be the judges and it's our, our job as athletes is to show up and do our best. So, you know, to, to hold another athlete accountable for a judge's choice is unfair. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that that's what, that was the one day that I was like, I'm never going to be this person ever again. That's good. <laughs> 
You just told yep. us all how to hug your nemesis after they beat you yep. with a smile yep. on your face. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, and I purposely put myself in that position because right. it, it's just, the, it's the right thing to do. And, and it's, it, it is. Yeah. It makes my skin thicker, but it also, it helps me become a better person and a better athlete and a better coach and a better trainer. Um, because I was actually asked that same question. Like I turned around and I went back to, to dinner and, and someone at dinner was just like, why'd you do that? And I was like, cause that was the right thing to do. Absolutely. That was the respectable thing to do. That was, you know, that that's sportsmanship. And that's what I want to always be, you know, remembered for yeah. that. I'm a respectable athlete. No, that's good. And I think that's, that's a good lesson for, you know, some of the younger competitors or up and coming competitors that might listen to this show, because, you know, there are people who I've seen people at shows, guys and girls alike. I mean, pissing and moaning, throwing shit, acting like children. And you look at them and you, and as an adult, you go, really, bro? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, this is, I mean, yeah, like bodybuilding competition, relax. Exactly. Like, yeah i mean we we are professionals right this is we are at a like at this stage and like this point in time like we are in a professional level but still it it's it's about like i'm not taking i'm not repoing your car i'm not taking your house away (laughs) you know what i mean like put things into perspective here like there is another show next week improve the points you need to improve in and then step on stage next week and kill it exactly yep yeah you're right and that's a, that's, like I said, that's a good lesson for some of you younger listeners out there that mm-hmm. this show. always shake hands. Exactly. At the end. No, I'm kidding. Not the bad guy. But <laughs> that's, why, that's why they teach kids, you know, at a young age, at the end of every game, they walk down the line and they shake each other's hands. And exactly. You always see the little asshole that doesn't want to shake nobody's hand. And the coach goes over to him and is like, dude, you shake their hands or you go do 20 laps or whatever, you know, and the kid, finally the kid's like, all right. And then he goes and shakes everybody's hand. But it teaches you know, that's just something that teaches that respect level to people because, I mean, dude, how many, I've seen so many competitors within the sport have rivalries and that end up turning into like best friendships. You know what I mean? Where younger competitors are rivaling, going back and forth against each other. And then as they grow and progress and become more professional sportsmen, five years later down the line, they're best friends, you know, and and that's cool. I mean, that dynamic is fantastic. So the, do you guys have anything, any final thoughts on that specific topic before we move on? No, I, I think, think that's so. that. Right. Cool. So let's do, we got, we got a question from a listener. Um, so this particular young lady has, what it seems like is that her quads are dominant. So she has a, you know, what I would consider to be maybe her quads are a little uh, unproportional to the rest of her body. And what she's asking is for maybe some posing tips that would help her kind of hide the fact that she has overpowering quads. What do you What do you guys think there? And what can you, I mean, that sounds like a really hard thing to vocalize for me. So I hope you can do a much better job. <laughs> well, I think it really depends. One, you would have to see what she looks like, but it really is about how you position, you know, your, your foot on the floor and you, you rotate your femur and your hip and things. Ashley, I think feel like you're going to have a better 
way to describe this than I am. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, am, I mean, it really like, is book placement. It's really just about um, your toe. So obviously, like if you want to hide the quad, you're going to want to put the toe more forward, like straight on towards the judges, because um, that's really going to make your leg look a lot more straight versus if you want to bring out the hamstring and the quad a little bit more, you're going to turn your toe more towards the side. Um, and if you kind of have that middle like I do, um, I can, depending on how much I fill out, I can either make my quad, my quads can look pretty dominant or they can look really streamlined. Um, and I think a lot of people deal with this too. So I have to angle my foot kind of more of at a diagonal and then twist the hip and sit into the glute uh, to bring that glute pop out, but while still hiding my quad. Um, and a lot of times it's just like hitting that perfectly, but it's really just about the foot, the toe placement. Um, so if you want to hide the quad more, you're going to want to put the toe more forward towards the judges. You know, what's cool. How about we do a little follow-up to this show? And once I post it, Ash, maybe you could do like a, an IG video and show people kind of what you were saying, what you're saying, but actually physically show them, you know, maybe you totally couple different. Oh, things. that's a cool, that's a cool thing. I, I like that. That's cool. You know, you can link it up with the drop of this new with of this uh, of this episode. So that is, uh, I mean, ladies, I think uh, a little bit, a little bit on the shorter side this week, but I think we got into some really good topics and uh, you know really opened up some opened up some good stuff for the like I said, the new competitors and the younger listeners out there. So, do either of you have anything that you want to kind of leave us with? You know, some words of encouragement, some uh, anything else that you? Because wait, let me see. Are we going to record another episode before you compete? Yes. So we'll be. So yeah, we, we have Pittsburgh. another one on Tuesday. One more before you head out to Pittsburgh so we can harass you and give you a hard time next week. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, see, let's see how much my brain can can, can put together not next Tuesday. Right? Oh, my gosh. But, uh, cattle pops, either one of you. Nothing. Nothing. No, I mean, I think we covered, we covered, like, the, <laughs> the, the meat and potatoes of what we wanted we to talk about today. Yep. So uh, definitely, uh, how about, you know, let's just tell the, let's just, we don't do this enough, man. I, I, I kick myself in the butt, but if you listen to the show, do me a, do us a favor, subscribe to it because we had a question about that today and leave us a review that doesn't talk about me. Okay. I'm not important here. The girls are. So no, <laughs> you like me or not, the girls are the show. I'm just here to. I don't even know. I'm just here to, to host and keep them on track and ask the question. So don't talk about me. Talk about the ladies. Leave us a review. Leave us a, you know, a, a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I think uh, this is episode 50. So we're going to do a giveaway. Yeah. We're going to do a little giveaway with this episode. And Ooh. I don't know what it is right now, but I'm going to post it when we drop the episode. So not, well, it's not it's as if they're going to hear this before we drop the episode, but you know what I'm saying. So we're going to do a little giveaway that's going to go along with this and uh, it'll be fun. So ladies, episode 50, I will talk to you next week. Sounds good. See you next week. Later, Gators. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.